Hello, Move Nation, and welcome to another episode of United We Move Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Beckner, and today I have a special guest, Mr. Matt Gunby, a.k.a. Pat Dunby, a.k.a. Show Gunby. And uh, Matt, of course, is a co-owner of Move Functional Fitness, and he joined us as a member in summer of 2009, and then later became a co-owner in early 2011. And at that point, we were um, really growing as a gym, and CrossFit was growing, of course. And then we just decided that it was time for us to expand our operation. And so we went on a search for a new gym, or new gym space, and that was 185 Laredo Drive. And so, Matt, can you tell me a little bit about uh, what you were doing before you decided to become a gym owner? So before I got involved with the gym, I was, uh, I owned a tool company, a pneumatic uh, tool repair and parts distributor. It was something that my uh, grandfather had started back in, I think it was like 1947. Uh, so that, yep, that's what I was doing. The um, industry had changed a lot. I was burnt out, didn't want to do it anymore, so I just... You know, I was really lucky to kind of fall into the situation that I did, um, you know, getting involved with the gym. So. so you had a lot of experience running a business already. You'd been with Tool Service for how long? Uh, 20-ish years. Right, 20 years. Yeah, so yeah, small business. Um, that That's probably the only similarity. The business size is completely different, so I did kind of a complete 180, but you know definitely glad i did it it yeah. was it came in it, it it came along at the perfect time so yeah so you'd already had experience buying a business and then also selling a business coming into owning crossfit east decatur at the time and um you also had a lot of experience just you know in that industry it's a lot of hands-on do-it-yourself kind of stuff and that's kind of what we were about as well in crossfit was this hands-on do-it-yourself operation. Back then, you know, Rogue was not big. If you went to the Southeast Regionals, which we did often, the pull-up bars there were custom-made by the guy who was running the event. You know, so it's like we are still in that those early stages of there. there is no such thing as a pull-up bar rig. So it's like we had to build our own stuff. You know, our first pull-up bars were built from six-by-sixes and plumbing pipe. Right. Right. And so when we decided we were going to move, we wanted to get something kind of custom for that space. And so there was nothing out there, so we had to build it ourselves. So can you talk a little bit about maybe where you learned how to do all the things that you do at the gym? Like you do a, a ton of maintenance, you do a ton of building um, on top of all the other coaching activities and, and other you know necessary things that we right. do. Well... First of all, owning a small small business, you learn by necessity. Um, you learn to do things just simply for financial reasons. Uh, I was also fortunate that my dad, he's one of those, you know, he can fix, build, repair, anything. I mean, and so I learned a lot from him. And then, yeah, in, in my previous business, we, um, because we serviced and sold so many different power tools, by default, I learned how to use them and then uh so yeah that's a lot of i got a, a lot of experience you know mostly from my dad and from that business and you know also just that mentality that 
you know, no, I'm not going to pay someone else to fix that. I can fix that. And, you know, and, and wanting to learn how it works and learning how to fix it. And so I, you know, I think I just kind of got that from him. So, um, but yeah, I remember when I first started at the old gym, you know, one of the things I actually really liked about it was because you could, you know, when I walked in, I could tell y'all, you had made everything, you know, right. the, the little parallel bars were made out of PVC pipe, yeah. you glued them together. Um, you know, the boxes, everything. So that's, uh, you know, I love all the new stuff, but I think that's also cool that that's kind of how it started. People just kind of, you know, build what you need. Right. I, I think that you could see the passion that, uh, Shana had when she started it, you could see, you know, it's like, it's just whatever you've got, that's what we're going to use and we're going to get a good workout out of it. And, um, you know, I think we just, we just tried to carry that over when we moved three years later. So I think I see a lot of similarities in you, as I see in myself, you had a family operation. My grandfather started our family business. Um, not quite so early. His, his started in the seventies. My dad joined on, became, um, CEO of that company. I was probably going to go into that same business at some point, but also, you know, our parents are of similar age. I think they have similar philosophies, similar skill sets. They both uh, can operate almost any type of machinery and right. they build stuff. And I learned, you know, I learned construction from my dad and I learned um, that do it yourself mentality from him as well. So I don't know if that's a good thing that we both have similar. Yeah. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes when we're stuck on, a project for two or three days and we were like, you know, we could have paid someone to do this. And then it's like, yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to break that, that habit. Uh huh. I think for them, it was a, you know, a generational thing too. It's just kind of what they did. Um, you know, in 2011, like I said, we were expanding. CrossFit was huge and growing. And of course, CFED was growing at the time as well. So we decided to move and, you know, originally we were just going to expand to our next door. We were just going to pick up the extra space on uh, New Street, double in size. And that would have given us like, I don't know, 5,000 square feet or something like right. that. Maybe 6,000, somewhere in that range. Right. Um, and of course, that is city of Decatur, that's Decatur proper, and retail or um, real estate there, those are retail prices. And it's super freaking expensive. So we weren't going to stay there. For that space for that price and so we went on the search found uh laredo drive tons of warehouse space over there and of course laredo is ten thousand square feet it's ginormous it's four times as big as what we were at can you talk a little bit about that process of finding laredo and then well, uh, eventually moving in yeah so actually when we were looking we really weren't looking for ten thousand square feet if I remember right, we wanted about five or six. It was really the ideal size for what we do. But at the time, the larger spaces, the square foot was so cheap, it just made sense to get that building. I don't know if you remember, but there were some buildings that were really more the size that we wanted. There were fewer of them, but they they cost more. Yeah. So we were like, why, why not just get this space? Um, you know, we, we knew at the time it was more space than we needed, but it just it just worked out at the time so yeah yeah so when we first looked at it you know there were a bunch of walls and and junk in there and and we just had to kind of come up with our vision 
you know, I talked about the pull-up rig earlier, so we pulled from our members like we always do. Grant and Caitlin own Henry Signs, and uh, they offered to help us build the pull-up rigs. They're a sign company, <laughs> right? <laughs> and not a uh, fitness equipment manufacturer, but you know, I I worked through a ton of designs uh, with Grant, and eventually settled on the one that we came up with with that forty-foot by uh, nine-foot pull-up rig, it's one of a kind, one of a kind. Yeah. That uh, now lives in uh, North Carolina, I believe. But yeah, so we we uh, you know leaned on them for help to uh, put that together for us, and we installed it. And then um, we had a moving day. We went from needing to move to moving in like a month, you know, signing the lease to moving, and uh, we moved the entire gym, other than that pull-up rig, in one day. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so like we had members come out and help us. It was, uh, we even did a workout that day and then did the move. I mean, that's, that's how little equipment we had to go. And, um, you know, Eddie, Eddie, I talked about earlier in a podcast, Eddie, um, wasn't even a member. He helped us. We had tons of members come out and help us. So can you tell us about, um, the importance of community and, uh, helping us achieve the things that we want to do as a gym? Yeah, even now it's, you know, our the community that we have is so great. They, you know, they will step up anytime they know that we need help and offer help. And I remember that day we had a big crew show up to help us move. Uh, it made, it, yeah, that was a much smaller move, but with all the people that we had, it was, it's compared to what we're going through right now, it seemed really simple. Right, because um, you know you're moving from a small space to a really big space, um, so you can, you know, that made it a little easier too. So, nine years passed between today and that moment, um, but this year, I mean, we made a ton of changes at the gym. Um, we've been working with a mentor, so that's kind of switched our focus on how we're running things on the business side. But also, we had nine, well, almost twelve years of equipment, definitely nine years of equipment in there that we were ready to kind of switch over um and we got rid of the pull-up bars that we loved so much and put installed a new setup all together new equipment um throughout most of the gym and we'd been working on that since really december or november like getting things in place so that we could do that and then definitely in january we started um going full steam ahead in that uh direction and I think we finally started getting settled in end of February. Right. Right. And then, and then maybe a little bit into March. And then all of a sudden, COVID pandemic hits and we're making decisions to relocate. And we had just put all the work into installing all this stuff. And now we've got to take it down again and move um, across the street. <laughs> right. So, um, what, is, what, are, what are you feeling right now? Or what is that process like for you? It's like a punch in the throat. Because, I mean, we were I was a little beat down after all the work that we had already done. Yeah. And here we are. We're doing, you know, but it, it is what it is. Um, I think that, you know, I see at some point this is going to end up being a really great thing. I mean, it's it's been challenging, obviously, since March. But we, you know, we're making it through. And I think that, you know, the move is going to end up being great. So, mm -hmm. um, but yeah. It'll be, again, it'll feel good to get moved in and settled and back to where we were. Uh -huh. So, 
so Joe Wintershed asked me this the other day when we were um, we let him in uh, over there. He helped us move some stuff over there, and, and he was asking me, and I don't know if I had a good answer at the time, but he was saying, well, what about this new space is your favorite thing, or what about this new space is so great? And so maybe you have a good answer or have an answer I, for yourself. Well, the more time that I spend over there, I, I, I like everything about it better. Yeah. Uh, now, you know, so me coming from what we have over at the old space, like 2,500. 2, 2, so yeah. for me, it feels like uh, something in between what we had, which I loved, you know, and um, that's when I started and kind of fell in love with everything. So that and then our new space, uh, I, I think that the size is perfect for what we do. Um, you know, Besides the business aspect, it just right. it just makes sense. You and I both know it's like financially, it's the right fit for us every, right. all the way across the board. But it's not just that. I just I like the feel of it. I like the size of it. Um, you know, I think it's once we're there, it's going to feel like home pretty yeah. quick for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm I'm excited about it. Yeah, I think it's interesting because you know when we decided to get all the new rogue equipment and all that installed we set it up in a way that made intentionally made the space feel smaller right right we wanted this space that was more community driven for a workout you know we have the sprawling 10,000 square feet and people we'd hold a class and some people would want to be you know have their own 500 or 1000 square feet yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's 30, 40 feet away from the coach. And it's like, okay, uh, it's hard to run a class. It's hard to feel connected. And so we said, okay, we're going to put these two rigs on the side. We're going to have the space in the middle and we're going to hold class here. And we can fit a ton of people in a class and we all feel a little bit more connected. And so we were trying to get back to this, like, like we started a CFED, you know, 1.0, where all you had was... 2,500 square, not even that much space, not even 2,500 square feet of workout space, you know, we could only fit 10 or 12 people in the gym working out and somehow we would fit 20 in at a time and we're all working out together on top of each other. And it worked. And it worked and it was great and you're sweating on each other and high-fiving and I know that's not, you know, something you want to do during COVID, but, um, you know, it was just a huge part of the community was that you felt that energy of someone working out next to you and suffering with you yeah and i i uh was joking earlier about it's a little bit of like a goldilocks thing like you know it's like this one's too small this one's too large and you know maybe we're moving into this one's just right and we'll be able to set this up in a way that still has it's still a large space i mean you know sure uh, we've got five thousand square feet of workout space it's still a big place right um so it's going to be set up in a similar way where we're encouraging that community bond of exercise and you're not just going to go off on your own and do your own thing and and hope the coach comes by to see you right and that's what it's all about that's what you know what we started as a community um and it yeah you you definitely lose that a little bit in that in that giant space so but you're right i mean we went we went into when we remodeled how can we essentially make our workout space smaller so right yeah what kind of memories uh, stick out to you um, in those nine years? So we've done a lot of things, held a lot of events, uh, in-house competitions, out-of-house competitions. I 
don't know how many thousands of people have come through the gym. Right. Certifications, all sorts of things. So what kind of sticks out to you? Nine years is a long time. So there's tons of memories. Right. Uh, mostly, We've forgotten more than we remember. Mostly it is the, the people. Uh, you know, I've, I've have you know lifelong friendships and relationships now and you know i know that i met them you know in the space so um, right. there's, there's going to always be that kind of connection i mean even though you know at the end of the day it's just a building wherever we're at but you know you remember meeting all those people yeah all the you know so many individual things happen whether they're you know funny things or emotional things or but it's you know yeah it's a it's um you know, it's a little, you can, it's a little nostalgic thinking back right. all the stuff that happened and then, you know, but I would say, you know, the people, we had some really great events there. We, you know, we talked about the, uh, the year that Reebok, you know, we partnered with Reebok and did the, uh, barbells for boob event. That was a huge event. That yeah, was that like was big. 400 people, I think yeah, there tons and they of had people the, showed the up. truck and vendors and that was a lot of fun. Um, for me personally, I, you know, what stands out early on was, you know, at the time, uh, Shana was doing a lot of the games training stuff, and I was her so-called training partner. Right. Maybe not quite at the level, but, you know, I tried tried to stay with her, and I just remember, you know, a lot of time we spent up there, um, you know, doing the doing her games training stuff, and that kind of stands out. Uh, and just lots of different individual events um, right. that we did. What about any certifications or seminars that we've held there? Are there any in particular that stand out to you? Yeah, I always liked having um, Carl. Um, yeah, uh, you know, Carly, yeah, yeah. When he um, he's been what twice, three times, three at or least four. twice. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's the, it's been a lot. Yeah, so those stick out because those were always great. We had uh, Glenn Pinlay did the you know weightlifting weekend. Uh, that was a good one. We I think we had L one maybe once or twice at least once. Once um, yeah. that was that was good. Uh, and then we we did some competitions too. Some um, affiliate league. I think, yeah, stuff. we held quite pretty, a few of those. That was pretty big for a minute there back in years back but anything in particular about the l1 the l the, <laughs> um, well since since you brought it up uh you know my this is where you know as many as many people at the gym are are aware of there was a uh you know in my mind at least i had a date with christmas abbott yeah community Took barbecue your favorite spot uh, when I say date, she's probably completely unaware that it was a date. Uh, maybe that's just in my head. But, yes, he was uh, actually a coach at the time, an L1 coach. And when we, you know, she was there that weekend, super nice, came up, introduced herself. And, you know, it was a really fun weekend. And, you know, we went to lunch and all that. And as the years have progressed, the story has been embellished it's a little epic year yeah. after year after year uh -huh. but yeah so and to be clear certain... you weren't you two weren't the only two well, at community Q. no but we didn't have to we don't have to bring that part up but oh, okay yeah so uh yeah yeah but that was um that was certainly memorable mm -hmm. <laughs> obviously there's a lot going on 
within the CrossFit community right now. And affiliates are de-affiliating and people are either rallying around CrossFit or, or rallying around the, the former affiliates. As a CrossFit affiliate, as an independent CrossFit affiliate, you know, we are allowed to choose our own path and decide the direction that we want to go as a gym. And we had kind of grown away from the message that CrossFit was promoting from for a while, from like 2013 at least through 2016. You know, we had kind of decided that what they were saying through their platforms didn't line up with what we were saying to our members. And so it was time for us to rebrand. Uh, and we did that in 2016. And um, that was an exciting time. Um, I was really nervous about it. I This was Shana's big idea. And um, I was nervous about changing what we had built, which is what a rebrand is. I was nervous about that. And eventually, I was dragged into it. And I don't know how you felt about it, but it was something I, I really didn't want to do, but I was going to support her in it. And we really just like came together and started working on these business practices and started like promoting this thing and really like diving into it and creating all these changes. And uh, it turned out to be just like, I think one of my, my favorite things about what we've done um, over the last 12 years was creating this brand of Move. Um, and then you and I have been developing it over the last three years um, to mold it into more of what we want. And so maybe you can discuss that rebrand a little bit and about kind of the direction we've gone since. Yeah, I probably felt kind of like you did. I was a little um, nervous about the whole thing. Uh, you know, and at the time it was, everyone wanted to be CrossFit and yep. the brand, everyone wanted the brand. And, you know, we, so yeah, I was a little bit nervous about it, but I was fine with it at the same time. It's like, you know, I trust her vision, what she had. And, you know, we were like, let's, let's do it. Yeah. I think it's turned out to be great. Mm -hmm. um, I like, you know, kind of having our own identity yeah. You know, I, I love the CrossFit community. I love the local community. I love the global community. You know, a lot of what they do, you know, and still is, is great to me. But I do remember at the time that it was, it, it didn't, you know, it was getting a little difficult to have people that were in our area, um, you know, they were they were seeing this, for something that it really wasn't and they yeah. were hesitant to even come in and, and see what we were about so that helped just the name change people would just come in you know find out what we were about they would join you know and you might you know a month later like well you know you're doing crossfit right something that you were terrified right. <laughs> to do before um or said you would never do and now you're doing it and you love it so you know we kind of got the best of both worlds really right. i mean we're still you know, we were still affiliated and um you know, doing all the, we, we kind of figured out how we can get the best from each side. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So can you talk a little bit about uh, what we've been doing as far as the brand for the last three years? You know, we've kind of latched onto this fitness community idea, you know, um, born to move, united we move. And then, like I was saying earlier, we've gone through this process of working with a mentor and, and you know, we're just really drilling down on on all of our uh, processes and our values and our mission. 
And so maybe you can talk a little bit about that as well. I feel like a lot of, I mean, and you can tell me, a lot of what was happening was the sport had gotten so big, right? And it was, that was what people were starting to identify. And we, you know, and, and, and Shana knew, and I think probably when she started, she was kind of a, ahead of the curve on, you know, the most important thing that we do here is, you know, is movement and moving mm-hmm. correctly and, and not so much, you know, competition. So rebranding gave us the freedom to like, we're going to identify what we are, what we do and not let someone else, mm-hmm. you know, do it. And that, you know, and, and that, that can always change too. Right. It gives us the freedom to, you know, evolve and change and, and make it, you know, what we want to make it. So again, I was a little hesitant at first, but now I, I, I'm the same. I really like it. I like the, um, being able to kind of mold it into what we want it to be. So, yeah. Yeah. I think identity is a, a big part of that. And when we rebranded, I was very much identified with CrossFit, East Decatur, CFED, and CrossFit. So for me, that was, you know, it's a part of who I am. When you're suddenly faced with, uh, oh, well, this is maybe not right. When you're suddenly faced with that, that can be challenging, you know, um, because it's, it's who you think you are. I can't imagine what it was like for Shana because she was a CrossFit Games athlete. And so for for her to completely shift her identity, um, that was probably even more challenging. Um, So I think that was like maybe what made me come around a little bit. And then over the past three years, I think we're starting to realize that the identity is not as important as the value and as the mission. So it's like, yes, we are movers and this is, you know, this is, we do CrossFit, but really, what we do is we support people and we help people grow stronger and learn more about themselves. And the actual exercises is is not quite important. And what that thing is called is is not so important as the actual doing of it. Right. So I think um, just learning all of that and really drilling down into that over the last three years and particularly the last um, six or seven months has, has been important for me. Yeah, I agree. It's um, yeah. And that's, what's, been so tough is because i you know the, the changes that we were making are i feel like we're really positive and things were great and then march hit you know and so here we are mm-hmm. how do you feel about how we've handled the last few months i mean we've built a, a huge community or the community has built itself even and they're obviously super supportive and they're going to try to support us in, in many ways or as best as they can. So how do you feel about how we've tried to support them over the last few months? I actually feel really good about it. I, we, as you know, you know, we've put a lot of work into it. Um, it's, it's been, you know, everyone's been sheltered and at home. And so you don't really see what's going on, but you know that there's been a lot of behind the scenes work and, and we put a lot of effort into it. And I think we talked about it before, you know, when this first happened is, you know, well, we don't want to just let this thing go. And then two months from now, going, well, we should have done this. Or we, you know, we, I think we jumped on it pretty quick. And, yeah. um, you know, we've gotten good feedback from everybody, you know, that we, they seem pretty happy. So. All right. So we're preparing for our move over to 202 Laredo and 
Um, obviously, this is a big process for us right now. And, you know, we got a lot of stuff to move. We got a lot of stuff to set up. And we're giving ourselves four days instead of one day to get this whole move in like we did last time. And, of course, we've been working on it for the last several months anyway. So what are you looking forward to doing in that new space? Once everything's in there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Once it's set up, once we're rocking and rolling, what are you looking forward to most? Uh, the two obvious. I'm ready to, to work out for a while yeah. and get back to working out. Uh, moving has, I've kind of, you know, gotten off track just a little bit. Um, you know, we've been so busy. And then I'm excited about coaching a class there. Um, yeah. You know, working with some, uh, you know, one-on-one clients in the new space is going to be really, it's going to be really cool. I think the, um, the flow of the class and the uh, space is going to end up being ideal for yeah. what we are trying to do. Yeah, I think just like, uh, you know, at our current space, there's a lot of opportunities for new memories. And so I asked our clients to send me a bunch of stuff. I asked them to send me what their favorite memories were from 185 and, and uh, favorite moments at Move and Seafed. And a lot of those are, um, they're, they kind of tell a similar story and it's about their first days or their first pull-ups or their first muscle-ups or, their, you know, these firsts. And I'm curious if you could tell some stories or tell some favorite memories from from yeah. 185. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Like I, I had a couple of um, questions for my classes. The same, they you know, I think one one day I asked them, "Do you remember your first workout? If this was where you joined in this space?" And they all do. They mm. remember it. It's like it has that much impact. I think a lot of people come in so nervous or something, but yeah, they remember the movements. They remember who was there, and that's kind of how I was with the um, the old space. I do remember my first day in there walking in and it was uh shana and brooke um, uh -huh. and i kind of did a little intro workout with them so um but as far as at 185 you know nine years it's a long time yeah. and um the great thing is we take a lot of pictures and we <laughs> always have and i and, you know just recently i started looking back through um some of the archives and gosh there's so many so many great memories that that we have there that you know Again, fortunately, we have we have photographs. Um, for me, again, a lot of the a lot of the days that I spent working out with Shana, I'll, I'll always remember that was you know good times. And then there was specific events that still make me laugh. You know, we had one day we decided to set up a wrestling ring, uh -huh. some chairs, and we had a little WrestleMania. Uh, and some pretty funny photos from that. I know uh, it was Damon and Jazz and Lauren and uh, Mariana. So that that was a lot of fun. And then Devon's Wad. Mm -hmm. We shot the Devon's Wad. Yep. If you haven't seen that, check it out. Yep. Devon'sWad.com. I don't even know if that's a website. Right. I'm going to plug it anyway. There's a YouTube. Yeah. You can YouTube, find a YouTube channel. Um, YouTube channel. That was fun. We've done lots of uh, really cool photo shoots there we've had a uh, you know pat come in pat molnar a professional uh photographer and what's cool about that is those photos keep showing up everywhere and yeah everyone's like oh i recognize that jim that's you know so the photo shoots uh and then lots of um lots of other you know hell's kitchen for me mm -hmm. the back corner it's kind of famous it's the hottest 
part of an already incredibly hot gym. Um, so what first did you have at uh, 185? The first day that I came in, I was terribly deconditioned and I was pretty intimidated to be there, mm -hmm. right? And so when you walk in and, you know, your first interaction is with Shayna and Brooke, who are both just, you mm -hmm. know, these two bad. But that was at the super, old place. That was the old. Oh, you're talking yeah, about yeah. 185, 185. Yeah. I mean, you can talk about that too, uh, but. 185, the first memories are, uh, the you know, the, the work that we put into it, moving in. Like you said, when we went over there and looked at it, it was uh, just walls. And I remember you know, painting and setting up, which I really enjoy. I uh -huh. mean, I really like it. This, this last time has been, you know, kind of caught us off guard. We didn't know it was coming, but it, it's, uh, the work we put into it. I don't even remember like the first workout or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. I had to look there. it up. I don't, I don't. Yeah. But it was sea lions. Was it? Sea <laughs> yeah. uh, lions. Yep. It was sea lions. Yeah. Of well, course. Well, right. I, and I can, yeah, I can just see the wheels turning in Shane's head. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely a great space for, for sea lions. Yeah. Um, which is funny because I think we're the only place that. And overhead carries back back in the day. We used to do, do those a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're, barbell carries. We yeah. Got some funny moments from those. Oh, yes. Yeah. Probably um, can't talk about. No, there, there's, <laughs> there's individual moments. Uh, and then, you know, a lot of those I shared with um, when, you know, when Damon was there and some really funny stuff. And yeah. I would, don't know that I would want to just things that happen with with clients and not repeated on the not, podcast, not repeated on the podcast. But I'll never forget. I mean, they were just just funny stuff. You know, some first that I remember for you. I mean, obviously, you started coaching at the new gym. You weren't coaching before. Right. And I don't actually remember when you started coaching um, or when you got your level one, but I do remember, cause we used to do group fundamentals. And I remember, um, I remember letting you coach uh, wall balls and it was honestly hilarious. I'm sure. It was hilarious I'm for sure. me because it's like, you know, you just hadn't had the experience of coaching before. And so you were really nervous and you would, and basically you were just, <laughs> you were just repeating like points of performance. You're like, all right, hips, hip crease below knee, throw the ball to the wall, catch it. Got it. Yeah. Uh, so, and then it was like class over. So for me, it's like, I've always been terrified of public speaking, even in a small group. So that was the biggest hurdle for me to overcome. I mean, you know, that my last business, I never had to talk to anybody. Right. And I kind of, you know, I, I was comfortable. So yeah. me standing in front of people was, and still, you know, I still feel like some days I sure. there's just, it's, you know, it's way better than it used to be. Mm -hmm. And I remember one time where, you know, we were like, oh, you know, maybe let's, let's get my L1. I would like to try and see, you know, let's, let's see if we can do this. And Shana one day, just i didn't even know it was coming all right matt's going to teach you how to do air squats i mean it's the most simple basic uh -huh. and, and it was like to me it was the equivalent of you know when my dad taught me how to swim <laughs> he picked me up and he threw me in the pool yeah. and you you know that old school i'm sure that's not correct anymore but sure. that's the way you know that's the way I, so i was like oh my gosh i was terrified and it was terrible yeah. i remember it. i was like this was so so bad I, uh -huh. that i just 
can barely and you didn't quit i didn't quit you know and um you know the more you obviously the more experience it gets it gets easier um you know and once you have a once you to me once you feel like you kind of know everything and you're pretty confident in everything that you're saying it certainly gets a lot easier but Mm -hmm. yeah i'll never i'll never forget that it was not a it was i can i'm glad we don't have that on video yeah it's bad i'm sure i'm sure i'm sure mine was too i i don't actually remember my first class um or first coach uh coaching moment um so long ago and but the process it's probably not that much different <laughs> for new coaches now. I mean, obviously they go through you know some shadowing and and uh, and stuff like that. And I, I think you probably did some shadowing as well. But um, you know, once once you're, it's time to coach. It's time to coach, and we got to throw you in. And yeah, it's one and, of those. Uh, it's one of those things that I um, I will tell you this about coaching too is I I remember when I wasn't coaching, and at the time you know you were coaching a lot of classes. Shane was coaching a lot of classes and, you know, she would coach some classes and like, just tell me how exhausted she was. And uh-huh. yeah, at the time I didn't know any better. And I was like, well, you only coach, you know, yeah, you only coach, you only coach two, 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 two or three, three hours. Classes. Yeah. And now it's, it's like emotionally and it's, it's tiring. Yeah. I mean, it's exhausting and I get it. You know, it's, um, you know, I love it. And it takes a lot of like of energy that you don't necessarily see but mm-hmm. from a coaching standpoint it, yeah, it takes a lot of a lot of energy to 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 run a class so so why did you decide you wanted to be a gym owner and then why did you decide you wanted to start coaching so the t- again the timing of everything the, the business that I was in was it was not a great point in my life it was it, you know that the industry overall was sort of dying honestly um and because it was a family business i you know wanted to keep it going right held on to it as long as i could even though you know my dad had told me said yeah this you know it's it was probably time to let it go like three years before i did right uh, maybe maybe even before then um but it was killing me mm-hmm. like i was working long hours uh there was like very little reward mm-hmm. very little life and so i just kind of fell into it you yeah. know i was uh, i needed something to kind of get in shape and patrick uh, lockman at the uh-huh. time was had told me about he was working out there and so i just kind of fell in love with the whole thing like, yeah I, you know i didn't set out to like all right i'm gonna look for a new career it just kind of unfolded and and all worked out so, uh, and as far as coaching, um, I, honestly, I don't remember. I think it maybe part of that was out of necessity. necessity. Hey, we we need yeah. we need you to coach some classes, and it's not my again, it's not my nature to stand in front of people. So I, I always like to be the background person. Yeah, I like to yeah. make things happen and you know set things up and be supportive. So it wasn't something that I particularly wanted to do. And then you know once I've got more comfortable with it i started enjoying it a lot more mm-hmm. so yeah i mean like you were talking about uh the necessity of having to do it yourself you know as an entrepreneur that's just that's just the nature of it um you know we relied heavily on you for a long time for operational stuff you know when the time came when we needed coaching 
it's like, all right, well, let's keep this internal as well. And Matt can coach. And then, you know, over the last few years, it's like we do so much of the coaching or we even got into a situation where we're doing too much coaching, you know, and not being able to actually like work on the business itself. Yeah. Um, and like you said, it's so exhausting to be a coach. Like you put so much energy into, you know, those 10 or 12 people that you can't spend another ounce of your energy doing the other things. And so getting a good staff and getting good coaches in is just huge for us. So it's like the coaches we have are great. We appreciate all of them stepping up over the last few months to help us with the online training as we're moving forward into the new gym, you know, all the help we're going to get for that as well. I cut you off earlier about your, uh, your first workout. And so I would actually like to hear about that. Oh yeah. At the, um, at the old gym. So, and I'm not a hundred percent clear if it was first or second, it was definitely the first three workouts. Um, the first one, again, I remember it was Brooke and Shana, but I remember coming in the first week and there is a workout that we did this week called Karen, right? which is 150 wall balls. And that's it. Well, I showed up for class. We were smaller space, a little you know, smaller clientele at the time. I was the only member there. I was the <laughs> only one there. And Shana was the coach. Uh -huh. So if you know Shana and... This just how this went. It was me. I had a terrible time squatting because I just first started, you know, so I wasn't getting away with anything. I was in that <laughs> one squat was I, you know, and so right there next to me the whole time, 150 uh -huh. reps. It was so painful, but I'll never forget <laughs> it. So it was, yeah. So I was going to ask you about specifically 185. Same thing. Mm -hmm. You have, like, I know it's, um, as we were, even last night when I left, it's almost empty. You know, you really start to feel kind of nostalgic and think yeah. back over the last nine years. And, you know, a lot has happened. You know? Yeah. So I don't know if there's any any funny events or yeah, anything that me, stands out for you. I mean, I, for me, I always, um, I'm an idea guy. I have a lot of ideas and um, write them all down. And I've got just uh, notepad after notepad here uh, of, of things that I've done or wanted to do or, or whatever and, and forget about them. Um, so for a long time, I would just sit here and plan competitions, you know, workout ideas, like maybe how this could be fun or this could be fun or this would be hard or, you know. Um, and so... Uh, the competitions that we've held uh, and the challenges that we've held have been particularly uh, memorable for me. So like the various uh, intramurals we did, um, team competitions and people dressing up and, you yeah. know, having a having hundred people at the gym, um, you know, and maybe there's eight teams, but they brought all their family members to come cheer them on, yeah. you know. So it's been, it's been cool to have those competitions and, and bring outsiders in to cheer on uh you know our current members um and then also just like the the projects you know like the the building the pull-up bars the <laughs> building that freaking platform uh, that, that we're tearing down now that we spent like i don't even know how many days we spent on oh that. yeah weeks probably and, um you yeah. know building the closet you know yeah. uh you know, installing a water heater, you know, things yeah. like that. 
There's, we have done a lot of projects <laughs> there, for sure. Yeah, they just all, oh, the jerk blocks, you know, building the jerk blocks. and. I mean, usually people leave buildings. I mean, I feel like we're leaving this building in so much better shape than we found it. Like right. They should be, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I also feel, I feel like what you were saying about the events is, like, doing the intramural events that we started here uh, for the Open. Uh-huh. I feel pretty confident that no one really, no one puts that on like we do. I mean, I think we do. I think it's so much fun the way we do it. Yeah. We have fun with it. And we kind of started doing that in this space, um, which is great. You know, obviously, we'll take that take that with us. But that was, um, yeah, that was fun. There's probably no individual moments as far as, you know, interactions with, with our clientele. Because it's like, like you said, it's nine years here. It's so many. But you know, helping people hit a PR or even the PR isn't that important to me. It's really like seeing like, you know, the switch go off in someone's mind or like, oh, this is how it was supposed to be. This is how I was supposed to move or this is how it feels to lift this weight in the right way. It's like seeing those light bulb moments um, are super important to me. And so that's really honestly what like keeps me going is, is, those moments of uh, understanding and appreciation. Yeah, I agree. It's a, it's again, it goes back to it's a it's about the people. It's at the end of the day, it's just a building. Um, we're gonna make the same memories in our new yep. space. We did it in the old space, so uh, for me, yeah, it, it absolutely is just just the people that I've met and seen come in in and out of there for all these years. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast. All right, and thanks for having me. We're going to go do a bunch more work. Yeah. Um, I appreciate everything you've done over the last 10 years to help grow the gym. And uh, so hopefully we'll keep growing for another 10 years. Yep, absolutely. Come on, man. Mm.